If you have any questions about the book, or you want me to read something, or you want a shout out, or if you just want to contact me, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. Hello, and welcome back to my podcast. Today I'll be reading Chapter 19 of Wings of Fire, The Dark Secret. Fate's figure was crumpled in a ball by the lava with her wings over her head, weeping. Viper and Squid were horrible to her. From what I saw, Starfight thought, Viper was trying to kill her just a moment ago, and yet she's still devastated by losing them. Because she's not a heartless monster like some dragons. Get up, Marcer snarled aflame. You're not expendable. The red dragonette's response was a low moan. Sonomi would yell at Mars here. Sunny. Sonomi would probably try to reason with him. Starflight's wings were shaking uncontrollably, but he made himself step into, in front of Mars here. Pretend you're Tsunami, or Clay, or Glory, or Sunny. What are you doing? Starflight blurted. Mars here glared down at him. Now is not a good time to annoy me. These dragonets can't be in the prophecy, Starlight said. They don't even have the right hatching day. Is there anything about them that does fit? Was Viper's egg found on its own in the desert like Sunny's? Was Flame's egg larger than the rest in the Sky Palace? Why are you pretending like a fulfill the prophecy when there's no way that they can be the right dragonets? You don't know what you're talking about, Marcia bared his teeth. Maybe, said Starlight, but I want to know. Everything I ever read, all the scrolls written by Nightwings for generations said, Don't mess with fate. Things will happen the way they're foretold. Nobody can change that. Prophecies aren't like treasure hoards where you can mix and match with gems like you, like you and trade out the ones you don't. <clears throat> I bet these dragonets are dying because you're trying to force them into destiny and that's not meant for them. We should leave us all alone and let fate unfold the way it's supposed to. He took a deep breath. Astonished and terrified, his audacity in talking to Mars here this way. That's that's what I think anyway. You're an ignorant dragonette, said Mars here, with no powers of your own, and no one will ever listen to you. Starflight felt as if he'd been stabbed in the heart by a sandwing. He stared up at Mars here, unable to breathe. Do you think I wouldn't notice? Mars here snarled. Isn't it? It's obvious how useless you are. You'll never be a true Nightwing. You don't belong here. You don't belong anywhere, least of all here. If he had read Starflight's mind, and maybe he had, he couldn't have found anything that would have hurt Starflight more. All his nightmares have been centered around this moment. You're not a real Nightwing. There is something wrong with you. You are a failure in every way. Starflight took a trembling step back and felt Fate Speaker's wing brush against his. He hadn't noticed her coming up behind him. Leave him alone, she said to Marcia. He's only telling you the truth about the prophecy. I have the wrong hatching day too, and you know that. I know a lot more about prophecies than either of you, Marcia snarled. He shoved them aside, seized Flame's forearm, and yanked him up. You're not allowed to die. We're going to the healers. The rest of you, stay out of my way or you'll be joining that sandwing. He glared at Flame's face, which the Skywing was still keeping hidden. Starfleet could see blood dripping between the red dragonette's dread dragon's claws. Marsier shook his head and muttered, "Now we need this. Now we need that stun. Now we need that stun. 
stunned Sandwing too, going to stuff I didn't hear the rest. As Marcio launched himself into the air, forcibly dragging Flame along behind him. But he heard enough. Sunny's in danger now, too. He had to use the Dream Visitor again as soon as possible. He turned and found Fate Speaker staring at the lava, her wings drooping. The radical light of the river reflected off her scales, making them glint like rubies. Well, said Orchard, if no one cares what I'm doing, I'm going to find some decent prey, if there's any on this stupid island. He backed away, as if waiting for one of them to argue with him, then stamped around and flew off. Starflight gently put one wing around Slate Speaker. Let's go back to the dormitory and rest, he said. You haven't had any sleep, right? How can I? She started, then stopped herself. Actually, sleeping sounds like the only thing I could do right now, although I'm afraid it'll be nothing but nightmares. Starflight knew what she meant. He helped her up, and they flew side by side back to the fortress. The dormitory was deserted, Starflight guessed the other night wings dragging its rat class, presumably learning something more useful than how to push your friend into some lava, or your whole life is pointless. Fate's figure collapsed onto one of the stone hollows and closed her eyes. You're lucky, she said just as Starflight was about to move away. He hesitated. I am? I mean, if what Marisir says is true, she opened her eyes again and looked at him. If you have no powers, I've, if you have no powers. I've always been so excited about being a Nightwing. I thought my powers must be amazing, must be the most amazing thing. But clearly, they're totally useless. If they couldn't even warn me about what was going to happen to my friends. She curled her wings and tail in close. All my visions were about walruses and welcome home parties and parents who were happy to meet me. So much for that. Have you, Starfight started, I mean, do you know who your parents are? Do any of you? Squid's dad is the leader of the Talons of Peace, she said. All of their parents are in the Talons. That's why Marcia picked us, Thumb, because we were convenient, she frowned. I guess you were the only Nightwing Dragonette who hatched on the brightest night. My egg hatched a couple months later, here actually. I have this really vague memory of fire and rough scales rubbing my back. I don't remember, I didn't remember the smell, I didn't remember that until I smelled this place. She paused for a moment and sighed. But Marcia took me to the towns when I was still newly hatched. I bet that's when they decided they needed a backup plan, Starfight said. Another set of dragonets who were close enough, just in case, didn't like how we turned out. He shifted his wings, which they sure don't. I like how you turned out, State Speaker said softly. Starflight took her front talons in his and squeezed them. You too, he said. I like you much better than all the other Nightwings I met who were raised properly. I think we're actually lucky in a way that we didn't have to grow up here. She nodded, but still looked sad. And I'm even luckier. Growing up with dragonettes like my friends, he thought. The cruelty of their guardians had been far outweighed by Clay's protective caring, Tsunami's fierce loyalty, Clay's insight, Chloe's insight humor, and Sunny's everything about Sunny. Feeling suddenly awkward and guilty, he let go of Fate's figure's talons. You have the, you have the face you get when you're missing your friends, she said. He nodded, surprised that he was that transparent. Sometimes, I think there might be no other dragons like them in all of Priera. You're probably right, she said with a sigh. Well, there's Fate Speaker. 
He touched her shoulder lightly. Get some sleep. She, obed- she immediately closed her eyes, and he moved back to his own side of the dormitory, waiting until he was sure she was asleep. After a few moments, he, her breathing evened out, and he reached for the hole where he'd hidden the dream visitor. Starflight? Starflight was so sad- startled, startled he nearly hit the ceiling. He rolled around and saw Mastermind standing in the doorway, staring curiously around the room. I haven't been back here in a while, Mastermind said with a chuckle. Marasir says said this was where I'd probably find you. I'm a bit I'm in a bit of a conundrum, and I was hoping you could help me. Starflight edged toward the wall, trying not to look at his hiding spot. He didn't have time for a chat with his psychopathic father. He needed to contact Lori or someone who could tell her to put a guard on Sunny. But Mastermind held out one wing, and Starflight realized that saying no wasn't an option. Not without a lot of very convincing explanation. Walk with me, insisted the older Nightwing. Have you seen our marvelous library? Starflight reluctantly trailed out of him, casting a longing glance back at his bed. Soon, Sunny. I'll make sure that you're safe. I promise.